listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to One on One, 93.7 The Ticket, 402-464-5685. Start on Lincoln Hotline, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Uh, you can text in. This is the one where he 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 literally ran through the the, the station like John Cena coming down to the ring. He flexed on him for a little bit, got the that. got in the ring and said, "I'm ready. <laughs> Let's bring in three time national Uh-oh. champion. Let's bring in the captain. Let's bring in Sean Jackson. How you do it, man? I'm I'm awesome, man. <laughs> it's just it's great just to be heard from, right? Yeah, man. You know they dig you. They'll 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 dig a hole twelve feet deep. And put you in alive and just say, sit there. Friction is required for greatness. Hey, man, that's how diamonds are made. Right? Like, friction is required. And people said, okay, you got, you need to fill a lineup. You need a spot. And I said, I, I need to hear from people who have something to say that's their own. Sure. From their own experience, their own knowledge, their own space in this thing. Right? That not everybody – can tell me what it's like to play in a national championship game. Not everybody can tell me what it's like uh, to, to, to be on the bottom end of a, of, a, of a roster and fight your way to the top. Not everybody can, can, right, can go to – can say that they know where the bottom is. It's heart of a line. You, you gotta be, you gotta think about. Everybody thinks about the king of the jungle once he when he's there. He's got a big mane. He's running the pride, but. He had to get there. He got kicked out of a pride. He had to go through some things to get back to know how to take back over the pride. So, you know, sometimes, you know, it's it's just my my grandpa says the sun shines on the dog's butt twice sometimes. Look, every blue moon. Right? But through through all of this, right? When I when 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 I got the word that I need to fill a spot. Like I need to give the microphone to somebody. And it's it's like the the old cultural thing, the hip hop thing, where he has to grab the mic, he has to grab the mic session, and he got people all over and go, well, who do I, who do people want to hear from? And I thought, you and your contact base, you and your Rolodex, I'm old school, you and your Rolodex of people that you can have conversations with on a day to day basis that are important to Husker fans. There are people that. We want to do it, and then the people that need to do it. I think you need to do this. I think this validates your place in this space, and I'm looking forward to what you do every day from eleven to two. Absolutely, I, I look forward to it. Um, it's a it's a big time major opportunity, and you know we got a lot. Of, I call them the others. You know what I mean? There's a lot of others that play for Nebraska that that needs to be heard. They got something to say. They understood what it took in order to win national championships. And in order for us to get back, I think we need to know. We got to know our history so that we can repeat our history. We got to know it, though. If we don't know it, then we have no idea where we're going. Well, you and Jay and Strick can hold people accountable for things that I can't hold them accountable for, right? And you will lead us in celebrating the things that we need to celebrate. Like when we see something good, they say, you see something good, you say something good. Well, coming from you, when it says, hey, this is a good thing, we can all kind of stick our chest out a little bit going forward. Let's go back before we go forward. 
tell the story of you, young Rashawn, and how you end up as as a Nebraska Cornhusker. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, in Nebraska, Omaha, in the projects, of course, and uh, I was blessed enough to have to, to have the Big Brothers and Big Sisters program. Shout out to now teammates, Coach Osborne and them. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that program. But uh, I had a, a great big brother who kind of took some time with me, you know, even though he was of the opposite color. He came to the projects to pick me up, you know. He t- took me, he showed me different a different life. He said, listen, I tell you what, I have a deal. If you do well in school, I'm going to take you to Nebraska football camp. Well, I mean, come on. I, I'm five years old. I've always wanted to be a Husker. So to go to a game in that sense – and to not only go to the game but to go to football camp, it just lit me up. It made me feel like, okay, I got to get my grades. And that's what I went and did. Ninth grade year, I came down. I went to football camp. I had to go up against a guy named Troy Dumas. We got to talk about that, too, mm-hmm. when we talk to Troy. Uh-huh. But and I, I'm a ninth grader. He's a senior. He's coming to Nebraska. And, you know, the heart of a, a champion says, you're going to get run over. Yep. You're going to get <laughs> trucked, okay? <laughs> but you know what? At least stick your head in there. And act like you've been there before, no matter what the outcome is, still stick your head in there, stick your nose in there. And that's what I did. And uh, Coach Steele brought me back to the to, to the bus because, you know, back in those days, you took the Greyhound bus everywhere. Yeah. Took me back to the bus station. I told him I'll be back in, in, in three years. I'll be back as a player. And uh, I had a pretty good season at South High School. Uh, we went four and five, which was a winning record for us. You know, and then the next year we went five and four. So we had a, we had a pretty decent, decent – team I had a decent year and the the rest is kind of so I was on my way to Iowa it seems like I was stealing a lot of players from our own backyard and I was on my way to Iowa and I you know I want to go to Nebraska they don't know if I'm fast enough I still want to go to Nebraska but I was really court me Hayden Fry all these guys are like we really want you to come to Nebraska come to Iowa come to Iowa I had a basketball game on Friday I'll never forget this and uh, Dave Triplets, the running back coach, he's like, I don't know how he caught wind of it, but um, I'm supposed to go see the Fab Five on Saturday. Uh, he he comes to my basketball game because that morning I get a phone call from Coach Solis. He says, hey, we want you to be a Husker. And I'm like, oh, yes, dang, no, wait, yes. Because, because you know, you know when you get that phone call, Everything goes out the door. Even though Iowa treated me with a lot of respect and a lot of dignity and said, we really want you, the fact that I was a Husker through and through since I was five years old, it kind of – it threw everything out the door and it said, okay, we got to go to Nebraska. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a young kid. The Fab Five is balling. I was supposed to go to my – so I go to Coach Solis. I had to call him back and I say, hey, Coach, uh, man, I want to go to on my recruiting trip to Iowa. And he says, eh, if you go to that trip, we'll pull the scholarship. So you know, you, 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 in, in that in that sense, I love it. I love the fact that you know uh, uh, I wanted to see the Fab Five, but I wanted to be a Husker first, yeah. Husker time first. And so you know, I did the I did that, and I, I accepted. And lo and behold, so we had a lot of a lot of good players. Nineteen ninety three. You know, Scott Frost was in that class, and um, he was the biggest thing since. Elvis Presley around here, I'm telling you, because because we hadn't had a quarterback to come out like him that's from the state in a long time, that's from the state of Nebraska. So for him, you know, I, for me it was great that he went to Stanford because I got that last scholarship. <laughs> 
You know, so and I'm I'm also appreciative for Scott coming back because we I don't think we would have won the championship without Scott and him going through what he went through in '95 and then you know struggling in '96 early and then finding some success, but then also coming back in '97 and winning. That just but that tells you how good of a team we had back then. So. You know, I was blessed enough to be able to play for for Nebraska. I played in a great time, a great, great years. I, I had to go against the great Trev Alberts. That's the only reason. I came in as a fullback. I played running back in high school, came in as a fullback. They put me through. You know, I had, like, Corey Schlesinger, who is one of the, the baddest fullbacks to ever put the pads on. To me, he's in my top three mm-hmm. at Nebraska to put the pads on. But, uh, um, you know, you have him pounding on you every day. You know, and, and back then, you talk about that trial by fire. There wasn't a lot of true freshmen who played as true freshmen when I came through. You had your one and dones. You had you had your one and twos. You had your Leslie Dennis's. You had your Lawrence Phillips when I played. You had your, I think, uh, Ralph Brown played as a true freshman. Um, uh, I, 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 you've had your guys who play as true freshmen. But at Nebraska, it was such a culture of there's five people ahead of you and they're all jockeying for the number one spot. They might not be good enough, but boy, they're trying. Mm-hmm. So to to have to go through that and and uh, go from one position running back to fullback to okay, you're on scout team now. Yeah, you're on scholarship. We don't care, but you're on scout team. It never once crossed my mind to go to a different school. Not one time did it ever cross my mind. I entered the transfer portal. Now listen, the transfer portal ain't never went anywhere. It's been here. Yeah, that's how Scott got back. Transfer portal. Yeah. The only difference is they had to sit out a year, whereas now, because of COVID and everything else, they you walk right into a team. So to to be for me to be on scout team for two years, not one, but two years, and we're talking about going against the real black shirts. I'm when I say real <laughs> black shirts, I'm talking about the guys who would hit you in the mouth and not even know your name, not help you up, not do anything, even though it's practice, is their game. And so when you have that, you know, I kind of start competing because, you know, I had the Christian Peters, you know, I, I, I whammed him one time and he beat me smooth down. <laughs> Like, you little freshman, I dare you <laughs> chop block me. How dare you? How dare you? And I said to myself after that beat down that I would never get beat down again. I don't care if it's practice. It didn't matter what it was. He taught me how to be tough. Christian Peter, that was and, – and it was because he beat me down that I said never again will I get, that, get treated like that. And I'm going to compete every day at practice like it's my game because – you know what? For two years, it was my game. But see that – so we're talking to Rashawn Jackson. Again, again captain, three-time national champion. Uh, he will take over from 11-2 every day here on 97 The Ticket. As you talk about that, right, that, that it was not only accepted, but it was how business was done, was that this program created people who showed up for game day five days a week just to get to Saturday. Absolutely. You can't – listen, you, you you can't show up on game day without practice days. It's de- it just doesn't work like that. You have to – the ability, the will to prepare to win has to be greater than the will to win. Let me say that one more time for you people who want to write it down. Mm. The will to prepare – the ability to prepare 
to win. The will to prepare, how you prepare, it has to be greater than the game. Yeah, the want to win, everybody wants to win. Not everybody's willing to do the work that guarantees the win or at least allows you the opportunity to win. And I think within the program, and as the program sits currently, that, wow, what shows up on Saturday may indicate that that doesn't exist currently. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. I mean, you, you've got to you, – you play the way you practice, period, point blank in the discussion. You know, you talk about change, and, and change is good. I think Coach Frost and the, and the boys are making great changes. I love the offensive hires. I think it's going to be a, a, a fantastic season. But we have to have the ability to tweak what we're doing to better the entire team, to better the, in the organization. It might not look good at the time, but through the fire, through the time, through the practice – Eventually, you'll get a diamond out of it. But you got to practice the better, harder than the game. The games were so easy for us. And I mean that. The games were, I'm not just saying that. The games were easy because you knew in practice every day you were going to run 140 plays. It didn't matter that you was Joe Schmo for Sean Jackson from Omaha South walking in here. You got, you rushed for all these yards. You're just an average Joe now. What are you going to do to separate yourself? Well, that took me having to to line up at tight end and go against Trev Ivers and get slung all, all over the place. That that took me to go against Dwayne Harris. That took me to go against some of these guys who – Ed Stewart, you know, Toby Wright, Baron Miles. They took me having to go against the Terry Keneally's. Now, I didn't have to get in there that far, but my point is – if they got a chance to to tackle me, to slam me to the ground, that's what they're going to do because they had to practice tackling in practice. So then when they practice tackling in practice <laughs> in the game, they didn't like like arm tackle, go high. They knew how to do the technique. Well, plus they were doing it. I, I always thought practicing against somebody who was better than you or at least – you, they, they respected you, but they there was also a certain level of disrespect because the guys in the black shirts that you faced were about their business. They had a high mission. Like, they weren't allowed to go and ponder 500 football. Oh, no. They, they No, that wasn't, a part, oh, no, no, no. That, that wasn't part of the deal. No. So when you hear people talk about in the current form that six wins would be enough, what, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, DP. You, you playing with me now, right? You playing with me, man? Like I don't understand. You gotta be playing. With I me, don't man. understand. I hear it every day. You gotta be playing. I, I hear mean, it every single day on no level. Okay, I coach little league football. I started two little league football programs: one in Omaha, one in, in Lincoln, and we won championships. And on no level to six games, say that you're you've arrived if you only win six. That's not arriving. Listen, I'll take you back. Let, just Judy, just a second. I'll take you. I will take you back to not too many years ago. We had a coach named Bo Pelini. wasn't very fan friendly or media friendly because of, of just who he was as a defensive coordinator. He was a defensive player. Those guys are cut different. Coach McBride's cut different. Right? Okay, they're cut different. But he won nine games every single season. But it wasn't enough then. It depends on who it wasn't enough for. <laughs> I'm a fan now. It was enough. 
It was enough. It was enough. Nine wins, man. Nine wins is is it is a universe that this program's not close to. No, that's it, listen. Three and nine, nine and three. That's light years away. Right. Like th- there's a difference when people say they're close. I understand the base level think the mentally lazy thinking behind that, which is a play here, a play there. But it's a bunch of plays consistently. And the consistency is the greater story. That you constantly find a way not to get done what you need to get done. And that applies whether it's football, basketball, baseball. Like folks say, well, you take it easy on the basketball program. No, I do not. No. You are who you are until you change it. And the change requires in removing the BS at practice. Gary Pippen? Is that was that the what coach was he? Pepin's the uh, was he the, track coach. He's a track coach, right? Track coach. At the time, how long has Cook, Coach Cook been here? Twenty. What's it? Twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty-one or twenty-two years. Mm-hmm. Consistently. He's been here since two thousand. So yeah, Consistency. Mm-hmm. See, he knows. Everybody wonders how in the world has he gotten these volleyball players to play over twenty-year span at a high level still. Can't try to say, oh, the kids are different. Oh, no, 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 no. He has a formula. It worked, and he works his formula. He who fails to plan plans to fail. So, it, it, it to me, you have to figure out what was the glue, what was the, the, the concoction that made the pie smooth in order to get it back to where it's at. Oh, by the way, the pie was smooth uh, Friday. Yeah, but, oh, oh, he yeah. made some sweet. He made sweet potato pie for listeners. Uh, I'm just gonna say this to you: uh, go and find Rashawn and make sure and get some of his sweet potato pie. I'm just, I'm just that's me what, to you. That's a love statement. Uh, you need to find this man, and uh, you you need to you need to do this. Hundred euro recipe. That, that thing's well. See, but that, that, that's Grandpa. the point. That's the point. It's right there. That through the all point. you 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 you've got to make mistakes, you've got to err, and then once you figure it out, you have to stay true to it. Yeah, and people learn differently. Okay, so my grandfather had a third grade education. He died about ten years ago. He was ninety eight years old. Right. He made the pie all the way up until he died. Now, you know, we would come in the kitchen. He'd be making pies, and by the time he gets done, it's like an explosion went off. But the pies were just like that, probably better. Okay. Big time pies, sweet potato pie. Grandpa's sweet potato pies, okay, the best. So he would never let you come in the kitchen and write it down. You could never say, hey, Grandpa, I'm going to come in the kitchen while you make the pies and write it down. Why? Because he was going to put you to work Mm -hmm. doing something. So you weren't going to have time to write anything down. You had to pick up the pie recipe as you went. Mm -hmm. You had to pay attention. You had to pay attention. And it had to matter. It had to matter. <laughs> Got to pay attention, and the and and he showed us through what he did. He showed my brother. My brother got it. My uncle got it. Certain people, my son knows how to make it. Not as good. His consistency ain't good yet. He don't know how to make the whoa, consistency. Whoa, but he hadn't been through what your grandfather went through. Well, he ain't been through what his dad went through. Right, 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 right. Well, that's what, what Kobe said. You know, my kids are going to be like I was poorer than my than than my kids, but my kids are going to be super poor years from now because they didn't have to go through what I had to go through to get great. Friction is required. It really is. This is this program's friction. They thought the friction was losing a big game on national TV. That wasn't a statement of truth. The friction becomes here at the bottom where you either have to use it as leverage, you have to use it as something to bounce off of, 
And real greatness is you have to bounce back greater than the depths to which you fell. That's the whole point of rebounding and jumping. You, no matter how far you fall, greatness requires that you bounce back greater. And some of that requires that somebody's there to set the guide for how this thing's going to be done. I'll ask you over the course of, we got two minutes here. We got two minutes here. Who's more important to the football season, Trev Alberts or Scott Frost? Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> hey, man, you didn't tell me I was going. <laughs> you didn't tell me I was getting in the ring with Bud Crawford. Hey, man. You know what I'm hey, saying? Man. Hey, hey, you didn't hey, tell me hey. I, had to, I had to switch my style hey, up in order to beat hey, him. Hey, they hey. Don't, I don't know why people don't know that. You got to switch your style to beat Bud Crawford. But hey. Trev Alberts or Scott Frost, you can't have one without the other. Sorry, you can't. You, 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 in order to be successful, they're going to have to figure out a way to work together, and they're going to have to make this thing in the right way. Ultimately, because it's Coach Frost, it's his deal. It's his deal. It's his deal. He was there before uh, 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 Trev got there, and I think that at the end of the day, uh, Trev has to be at 50,000 feet because there's way more athletics than just football that he has to look. Now, he has to fix football. He has to help fix it. But helping fixing football is not as hard as we think. It's just a couple of ABCs of football. A, B, C. That's the first thing you, you – normally we teach our kids one, two, three, ABCs, fundamentals. So there's some ABCs that I think if we can get those things under control, meaning the blocking and tackling correctly, meaning staying off sides, on sides when you're on offense, not jumping when you're on defense, not making the the, 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 the bonehead plays that we've made, not being – Going into a, a, a um, you're, you're you're tied up. You have the ball. We're on. We're in their territory, and then we put up an errant pass that has no idea where we're throwing it. We're throwing a triple coverage. Those are the things that we can take care of as players that they have to take care of. That I think you might have been nine and three because we're in every game. I, I like that we're in every game, but eh, at the end of the day, three and nine was our record. That's who we are. That's what we have to fix. I'm, I'm going to say this before we go to break. Being close is like being in the bar Friday night when it's popping. And you dancing with the girl, the real hot girl. You you dancing with her all night. All night. You buying her drinks all night. And then at the end of the crib, end of the night, high State come in and take your girl and yeah. you have wasted your money. Ugh. Yeah, it was cool to be there. You had a good time being seen with the high check. But in the end, bupkis, zero, nada. <laughs> That's the line. You're in the bar. You can get the girl to dance with you. You got to figure out how to close. Because that's the most difficult thing in all sports. Absolutely. Closing is it. We'll throw the break. We'll come back. We'll close out this segment and finish up one-on-one. And then I'm going to hand it over. I'm going to hand it over to Rashawn and let him carry you to 2 o'clock. Uh, I think we do that. Rico, I'm going to ask you again. One more question. One more time. One more thing to ask Rashawn when we come back. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 